you for joining Analytics Today, a podcast series that focuses on big data and analytics, digital marketing, and the latest trends in the digital world. I am your co-host, Jeremy Roberts, and with me is Samir Khan. Hey, Samir. Hey, how's it going? Good, you? Very good. Yeah, uh, this is an exciting time. It's uh, mid-October, and guess what is coming around the corner? Halloween. Halloween. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Christmas, all the crazy holiday season. Exactly. So the exciting part about, you know, this week is, is really, you know, focusing on what is the holiday season and, you know, what does that mean to marketers? When does that start and so on? So, you know, I, I think this is a big deal. I think this is something that most marketers don't properly prepare for. And they, you know, they, they let the whole year go by. They're, wor- they're worried about their numbers. They're worried about their monthly quotas and so on. And then all of a sudden the holiday season sneaks up on them. And it, it, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. It could either, either make or break your year sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a favorite time of the year, you know, for me as well, for kids. Uh, you know, lots of shopping will be going on in this season. Yep. The marketers will be busy, especially the retailers. They're going to be really busy uh, trying to figure out how to maximize and bank on the holiday season. So this is fun stuff. No, for sure. So, yeah, let, let's uh, let's get down to the first question. So let's ask the very basic question, you know, what is the holiday season and when does that start? So, and in, again, you know, our podcast, I'm assuming a lot of international uh, folks are also listening to it. So in United States of America, the holiday season is designated time. You know, I think typically it starts from the Halloween. Yeah, everybody get into the mood. There are yep. you know, new costumes, and they get into the holiday season mood. And slowly it picks up. It gets really, really, uh, you know, at, at the peak of, in the Thanksgiving and all the yep. way to the Christmas. Yep. So, in, so specifically, if you look at it, starting from Halloween and. Uh, the Thanksgiving season all the way to Christmas, all of that is now considered as a part of the holiday season, even though the prime holiday season uh, you know, starts from Thanksgiving in the last two weeks of Christmas. Well, it seems like it starts earlier every year because these products go on sale. I mean, just look at the Halloween costume market. You know, they used to go on sale a week or two before Halloween, and now you see stuff going on sale as early as just after Labor Day. Yeah, it's mad craziness. I think retailers have understood that people, you know, typically people assume that there is going to be better deal uh, during the holiday season, but that may not be this case. And we're going to talk a lot more about that. But generally, what consumers are becoming much more smarter. Uh, so for them, uh, becoming much more smarter and adapt to the holiday season, they now know that it's better to shop earlier. And oh, yeah. that's, that's also one of our key messages here. Like, it's better to shop as early as possible. Uh, for holidays oh absolutely absolutely so uh, let's let's actually go through that list what are some of the you know top holidays out there what are the some of the top places um to find those deals during the holidays and when should we start looking yeah i think so first off i would say don't wait for black friday and again black friday (laughs) uh, yeah black friday is the day after thanksgiving that's the day i stay at home that's that's the day i don't (laughs) want to go out there that's a mad crazy day especially when the retailers you know people are jumping over each other's head and trying to find a deal so there's been a lot of research done in the holiday shopping season and you know companies such as ibm 4c results 360i they have all concluded that the best time to shop is as early as Halloween. 
if you yep. really want to buy someone a gift, you want to buy something for your kids or for yourself, start from Halloween. And if you want to buy costumes for Halloween, I would definitely say start probably, you know, a month earlier than that. If you wait till Black Friday, then you're going to end up paying premium prices. And not a lot of people know this. You know, you're going to definitely end up paying premium prices. What happens is, you know, these retailers are very smart. So what they yep. do is they typically put uh, the devices and the accessories, the gadgets that are outdated on really substantial sale. And that's what they advertise. Yep. Uh, and people feel like, oh, this is the co- most coolest and, you know, awesomest gadget that I have access oh, yeah. to. But these are all old gadgets that have been outdated. They just want to get rid of the inventory. I mean, in some cases, you know, they may be debatable. Like some cases, like companies like Amazon, they may have really good deals and some really top-notch gadgets and ac- accessories. But most of the time, you're going to end up paying premium prices if you wait till uh, Black Friday. So here's an example is TVs. I'm a big TV buff. And, you know, going to Best Buy, going to Walmart, even Costco and Sam's Club, you'll see these ridiculous prices on TVs. I mean, lately you'll see even LCD TVs that are 50 inch plus that are under $500 for Black Friday. But the thing is, it's not always the best deal because people aren't looking at the configuration. So marketers and retailers are starting to become really smart because they are showcasing the data um, around the, the gadget or the, the, the item that makes it popular, draws in the demand. But then what they're doing is they're masking the fact that it's the lesser product. So you can have, you know, not all 50-inch TVs are made the same. I mean, you're looking at the refresh rate. You're looking at the, you know, you're looking at, you know, the, how what the what's it called pixel density mm-hmm. you're looking at all the different things to, that makes it great that makes it a high def tv and sometimes they're even giving you 720p when all you really wanted was 1080p right and so you know they're masking the fact that it's a lesser product but they're giving it to you for less because it's it's almost like wow you're paying 400 dollars for a 50 inch tv you might as well just get it yeah <laughs> exactly so it's, it's people are like oh i'm just gonna go ahead and buy it so it, it, it it's kind of a sham sometimes it is, and and if you if think about it, you know the peak days, you know Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday, the Cyber Monday, uh, these are all the days where retailers are out there looking for customers, like the one you talked about, you know, trying to get as much as share of wallet from this customer, right? So instead of uh, me going to a store and spending a hundred dollar in, in buying, uh, probably uh, you know some type of deal on uh, a, a, a hard drive. Yep. I will end up spending $500 and end up getting a TV with it, which I was not <laughs> intending to get in the first place. Because the deal's right there and it seems like a co- too good to be true. Exactly. Yeah. And so let's also talk about some of those those um, those attempted deals and attempted flukes. Do you remember this past year, Amazon, they, they try to do that, uh, was it a, like a Amazon Wednesdays, right? It was kind of a big flop, and they were almost trying to remake Black Friday into their own day in the middle of the summer. But the problem is, is that I think that they had a lack of data. I think that they had a lack of analytics because, you know, going onto the site, a lot of what Amazon's great about is being able to retarget or remarket to you products that that are similar to what you're looking for. You yeah, know, they're, they're, daily they're, products. The, they're the holy grail of free marketing. And you they know, are I'm surprised that they didn't use analytics to come up with this uh, new concept of Amazon 
Wednesday. I mean, ideally, they should have a lot of data. A lot of companies such as 360i, they use data from companies like Amazon to drive yep. insights. So I'm very surprised on that. Well, here's my insight on, on why Amazon failed. I think there's there's two aspects to really selling directly to the buyer, using that buyer profile to be able to sell them the right product with using the right data. Mm -hmm. So Amazon did one of the two. The first one is they looked at products that people typically buy. So they probably went through, used their analytics to be able to find all the top products that you yourself bought within a given day, you know, or, or your buying habit. And they looked at all the top selling products for that part of the year, or that season. And those were the ones that went on sale. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that for Black Fridays, you know, those types of sales, people don't want to buy the stuff you normally buy. They want to buy crap. You know, they want to, they do. They want to buy stuff you don't normally need. Yeah. That's when they splurge. And so I think Amazon completely failed in the sense that they didn't go after the, they didn't go after the external market. They, they needed to look at the external data, the competitive data to be able to see what are the things that are people typically buying on Black Friday throughout the industry with their competitive industry rather they were only looking internally granted they're the masters of using internal data to to market to you but that's all they use and i think that was their big flaw for you know for their attempt and, and i think that's a very important message you know the peer-to-peer -peer benchmarking and looking at other people's data is extremely yep. important and we're going to talk you know some of the tools that are available today for free uh, you know, with the likes of IBM and some other companies that people can access and get the peer-to-peer -peer benchmarking data, which you're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's, it's crucial, especially during the holiday season, where every second is extremely important. Everybody wants to bank on increasing the average order value of their customers, increasing the conversion rate. So it, it is extremely important to rely on data, not only yours, but also the external data sources. Well, let's do that. Let's actually jump over to that one right now since it's top of mind. You know, so really, Samir, what are the top five metrics marketers should focus on to measure performance over the holidays? And that's a great question. So the top five metrics uh, that marketers should focus on, definitely the online sales. Now, when I say online sales, it's not just limited to your desktop. Uh, the trend has shown that mobile continues to grow as the most important uh, traffic driver and the driver of conversion. So over the course of the years, you know, some of the data that IBM shares in the IBM Benchmark Report shows mobile traffic has grown almost by 50% uh, since 2013, which is pretty significant. So we were seeing mobile traffic near 20 30%. Now mobile brings almost 50 plus percent of traffic to your website. So designing and developing your website to allow mobile conversion, it's a no-brainer. It's extremely important. So let me let me add some element to that. And, and this was, I think, a recent use case that you and I were talking about is there's actually two mobile usages for, for this type of experience over the holidays. So one, there's the person who's sitting at their house, not at the store, who's accessing, let's, let's use Best Buy because it's the best example out there. They're on bestbuy.com. And they're accessing BestBuy.com from their mobile, from their phone. And, you know, it, it's important that you have responsive design or an M site or something with, you know, uh, some JavaScript that allows you to be able to turn it into something that's mobile friendly. That's the one side of it. The other side of the mobile usage is actually the mobile usage in store. And that's where a lot of uh, marketers really forget uh you know to take that data that insight from the mobile usage of the consumer in store 
because what a lot of marketers do is they'll go online and they'll do some research and then they'll say, you know what, I'm going to walk into the Best Buy and I'm going to go look around. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they're going to have their phone on them. And that's a big part of the mobile usage, too. Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, you know, marketers are trying to become much more intelligent, relying on some of the latest and with uh, gadgets such as Beacon Technology uh, to real-time market to these mobile audiences. But that's a great example. You know, this is how the world is changing now. It's not just about shop-to-store or digital. It's, it's all omni-channel. It's all together. And customers are very well connected. So an example that Beacon Technology is just for the listener's sake. Um, what, what that means is, you know, have you ever walked into an Apple store? Have you ever walked into a Best Buy or gone near a Starbucks? And all of a sudden, that little tiny icon at the bottom of your iPhone pops up. A little tiny icon that says, oh, click on me, click on me, right? Mm-hmm. So once you click on it, what does it show you? It shows you a coupon. It shows you something that you have in your wallet that's available for you to use for purchase. So it asks you to purchase. Absolutely. And those are, those are some of the cool technologies. Because uh, imagine the opportunity for uh, you know, a, a consumer to go to your website. They search for a product. They put that product in their cart. They're not really ready to buy yet. They, they kind of abandon that cart because they want to go look at it in store. So what about if they walked in the store and then all of a sudden the little beacon pops up and reminds them of the exact same product that they looked at in the, on, on the website and it shows them a coupon for that product? Yeah, that would be an ideal situation. I would definitely end up buying. Yeah, and I think that's the type of technologies that marketers should be looking at you know, to, to really be prepared for the holiday season, you know, connective data properties, mm-hmm. connective data technologies. Absolutely. So, so moving on to our metrics. So the second metric, the first was the online sales. Again, online is not limited just to desktop. It's all omni-channel sales that drives the online, right? The second one is a conversion. Uh, again, conversion standpoint, extremely important here as well, of paying attention to your desktop audience conversion as well as your mobile audience conversion, since mobile is going to be continuously driving more and more traffic and more and more conversion. So the idea on mobile, and when we talk about the technology and all the different components that you need to be successful, the idea on the mobile is make it simple. Some companies, when they go on a responsive design site, what they fail to realize that specifically when it comes to shopping cart, their desktop site may have you know five different steps for conversion. Yep. You don't want to do the same thing for mobile. It's, no. It's going to jeopardize. Your no, 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 no. Yeah. You're talking, I think maximum, the last thing I've read, the maximum should be two to three. Mm-hmm. And I think Amazon's a master of that with a one click. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I mean, it. you know, one click using your fingerprint, you know, uh, Apple Pay. That is just absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. So the next conversion, uh, the next metric is average order value. Uh, so average order value is simply the dollars that the customers are going to spend every time they buy from you and complete a transaction, which is extremely important. This is where Amazon is, again, shines above everybody else because they invented pretty much the technology of this uh, relevant recommendation, right? They provide you highly relevant recommendation when you're trying to buy a product. So let's say if you're buying a book, a nonfiction book on a certain topic, then they're going to make recommendations which are directly applicable. And, you know, looking at that, Netflix and some other companies have started to 
uh, capitalize on this recommendation because once you watch one movie on Netflix, they automatically recommend you very relevant movies. So again, the bottom line here is once you figure out what your customer is going to buy uh, in that particular purchase cycle, you can make a very highly re relevant recommendations using multiple technologies. So if you don't have your homegrown recommendation technology, there are vendors out there that are selling these types of technologies that you can get your hands on and, you know, connected with your website so you can make powerful recommendation to increase average order value. So let, let me make a side note on that one too. So for the marketer, you're sitting there thinking, okay, Samir's giving us some great points, online sales, conversion, average order value, and all this stuff. How does that translate to my manager? How, what do they even care about? And when you think about it, if you can increase your conversion rate, sometimes just a 1% increased conversion rate can dramatically change your revenue at the end of the month, your bottom line. Changing that average order value up by $5, just adding in that one more product, that is also a way to just really um, just boost your bottom line, boost your, your revenue at the end of the day. And a lot of what your management is going to look at, the thing that you need to focus on is what we call lifetime value or LTV. So within that, uh, you know, imagine you say, I have an average customer, they purchase from me on average only two and a half times, right? And so if they purchase from me only two and a half times and they only spend with me, uh, you know, $100 for that two and a half times, how much then you go back and you look, how much does it cost for me to market to them? All the ads that you push out, all the marketing that you push out, how much money are you spending? If you find out you're spending 50, 75, sometimes even $100, you have no return. Your return is zero. Because you're spending $100 to get that lifetime value of a customer of $100, which means nothing. And so really increasing that average order value, increasing that conversion, getting them to buy just one more time, that really changes the entire effect. And that's really what management wants. That's what they care about. Oh, yeah. The bottom line revenue. So I think with all these, I think you know the biggest recommendation to marketers as we still go through this list is – how does this translate to management? Because yes, as a, as a marketer, you can turn around and make actions and create tactics to actually do better at these things. But if you can't translate this to your management, you're going to have some problems. Yeah, it's a, it's a lost battle. Yep. So great. So the fourth metrics that we have is a abandonment rate. Uh, you know, specifically your shopping cart abandonment rate. So what abandonment rate is, you know, it's kind of the opposite of conversion. So the number of people who are not successfully converted on your shopping cart. Again, that metric is varies during the holiday season, uh, but it it is, you know, I've seen anywhere between 60 to 80% abandonment rate depending on the types of industries. Uh, this is a very important metric, and this is what we were touching about on earlier. Like if you figure out a way to ex improve the customer's experience and drive the average order value uh, in the positive direction, you have lesser the chances of uh, getting the card abandoned. Uh, yep. so, so the last one is the benchmark metrics, which we were talking about earlier. So what does benchmark metric mean? So benchmark metric means today, because everyone is using more or less similar technologies for web analytics, everyone is sharing their data somehow anonymously. Uh, there are lots of studies and lots of tools available in the market that can allow you to look at your peers' data, you know, without definitely getting into the nitty-gritty of who their customers yep. are, but just getting a anonymous data from peers. So IBM forward slash IBM.com forward slash benchmark 
is a place where you can find a free tool, absolutely free, from the courtesy of IBM, to go and look at your peers' benchmark data. You look at the online sales conversion, all the t- t- metrics that we mentioned, and more than that. Uh, then we have, you know, Adobe's and Google's of the world. They also have their specific benchmark data that you can get access to. They run their reports and they provide those reports as well. So definitely encouraging you to during the holiday season, if you are a marketer, if you're driving a commerce engine, it is extremely important to go and look at the peer-to-peer benchmark. Fantastic. So speaking of that, commerce engine, so let's come up with a list. How can marketers prepare for the holiday season? So, you know, I, I think the one important one, you know, I mean, well, they're all important, but I, I think the big one from, you know, our past life uh, is infrastructure. It's a hot topic. Yeah, absolutely. So it, so five things you can do for marketing season and the five action items. First, as you mentioned, Jeremy, infrastructure, right? Most of the people, especially marketers, they are so focused on marketing. They're so focused on advertising, bringing the customer to the door and converting uh, and doing all sorts of great stuff. What they forget is sometimes when you go into the holiday season and you drive these massive ads and massive campaigns, you don't know if your infrastructure is scalable enough to take that traffic. You exactly. Don't, yeah, you don't want to be in a situation where, you know, come Black Friday or Cyber Monday and all of a your sudden site your website goes down. down. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so infrastructure is where I really think that that's a partnership between the marketing team and the IT team. To, well, to, let, me, let, me, let me give an explanation on that yeah. if you don't mind real quick. So for the lay terms, if you're thinking, what do you mean by infrastructure? Do you mean I'm supposed to have a technical conversation with my IT department, you know, on what my infrastructure should be? No, no, no. They're, you know, they're going to look at you funny. So what you need to understand, there's two different ways to do it. One of them is understand whether there's enough if if you have just a dedicated system so the term you need to understand is do you have a dedicated infrastructure which means just servers just dedicated servers you know no cloud or anything do you have enough space for your traffic and so what would be a best practice then to go back and look to see how much traffic could you possibly get look at your historicals look at the last three to five years of the of the amount of traffic that you've pulled in from your top campaigns from your uh, previous Black Fridays. And then from that, you'll be able to see what your peak traffic could be and make sure that your dedicated infrastructure can hold that. The second way to do it, which is really the new way to do it, is to have what we call a hybrid technology of, you know, if anybody has a dedicated infrastructure, uh, adding in cloud. Mm-hmm which allows you to be able to burst. It's basically like a utility. You only use it when you need it, meaning like electricity. You only pay for it when you need it. And so that would allow them to be able to scale infinitely. And that's a fantastic idea. You know, typically, especially a lot of companies, they have their own data warehouses. They have their own uh, hardware and, uh, you know, bare, what do we call it, bare metal technologies. Adding cloud uh, as a supplement just allows them to scale infinitely. Yeah, so, so as a marketer, there's just two simple things you need to understand. When you go and you talk to IT, one, do they have a dedica- just solely a, a dedicated infrastructure, bare metal, and with that, do they have room to grow? And your job as a marketer is to go back and look at historical data to be able to make sure there's enough um, evidence to show what those peak traffic amounts would be. That's number one. 
Number two is say, okay, if you know that they have a hybrid infrastructure or using the cloud to burst in the cloud for traffic, you know, be prepared to let them know what kind of infrastructure they'll need. You know, what kind of traffic they're expecting, where that traffic's coming from. A lot of it has to do with also geolocation. You know, let's say you're getting traffic from just a localized area in the U.S. That is a specific type of configuration, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. But the thing is, yeah, the CDN if you're, if and all the other, other CDN, yeah, yeah. But let's say you're getting traffic from, you know, from Latin America. Let's say you're getting traffic from from Europe. That's a completely different infrastructure. Yeah. So be prepared to give the proper data to your IT department, because the last thing you want to do is have management come back and say, oh, great, we didn't reach our maximum potential. I think we only reached about 50% potential because, oh, why? <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Our website went down. Oh, that's terrible. Then you get fired. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, moving on in the infrastructure topic, one important piece is the security. You know, definitely because a lot of people will be shopping on your website. Uh, yep. You want to make sure that all the latest security patches and updates are installed. Uh, ideally, you may want to work with uh, a security provider such as one one comes from the top of my head is alert logic to prevent hacks and intrusions you know they also do log file analysis but there are lots of lots of different uh, security providers in the cloud that can help you build your site not only for performance but also for unwanted uh, hacks to your system so you don't end up being you know embarrassed in front of your customers exactly okay uh, so the second one uh, first is infrastructure second is your commerce engine or more importantly your e-commerce platform so the idea with the e-commerce platform again there are a lot of different providers and we don't want to call a specific name or anything but the most important factor when it comes to e-commerce provider is your scalability your performance again reliability security of your e-commerce cart so all of these factors they're going to maximize the opportunity you get from the holiday season during those critical moments Exactly. And I think the ability to set up analytics within those within that engine. Absolutely. Great point. Yeah. Analytics is, is, is a key. And that's that's the, that's one of our recommendations for the five areas. The third one is mobile. Uh, as we touched on earlier, mobile traffic is increasing significantly and there is no stopping to mobile. Everybody lo- likes to shop using their personal devices. Uh, so mobile is becoming a very powerful and very high converting channel. Uh, if you don't provide your users a solid mobile experience and you know learn from some of the masters in the mobile space, either have a mobile app or fully mobile develop mobile site where people can shop successfully and complete their purchase, even they come back uh, at a cer- at a certain time after putting the items in the shopping cart. Yeah, and, and the easiest way to figure that out is go to your core metrics, Google Analytics, or Omniture. Um, you know, tool and just look at, see how much traffic you're getting from your mobile. You'd be shocked to see the growth of mobile usage on your site. It's just a very simple lookup. Absolutely. The fourth one we have is marketing campaigns and technology. Now we did touch on the infrastructure earlier, which was specifically your entire commerce and site infrastructure. Here we're talking about the marketing technology. There are so many different types of technologies that are available that can allow you to retarget better, uh, that can allow you to recommend better, that can allow you to convert better. So leverage mm-hmm. those technologies and the data sources as we talked about, like, you know, some of the things that Jeremy mentioned, like looking at your historical data, looking at the performance of a, a typical holiday season 
and banking on some of these connected technologies. You know, one of the top of my mind that comes from MediaMath that allows you to connect data from multiple yep. different sources. So you can significantly improve your retargeting capabilities and bring that visitor from all different channels to convert. Perfect. Perfect. So the last one I have is the analytical tools, uh, you know, which is very important. Again, your analytics should be tied to your commerce engine, to your marketing campaigns, to your mobile technology. It should all be connected so you have the data. So next time when you prepare for the holiday season, you can look at your past data and derive really powerful insights and recommendations. You know, And also use some of the historical data to predict the future and what's going to look like uh, in the coming holiday season. So e- extremely important. You have to have very powerful analytics and data to support the success uh, during the holiday season. Sounds great. I, I think this is this is extremely helpful, very prepared list. Um, I think if a marketer just kind of does these things, even at its basic, you're going to be successful. And I think so. And, it, you know, the holiday season is a fun time. So, you know, we're still if we're still quite a bit away from it. So everybody needs to be prepared, like for consumers and, you know, try to find the deals online. Amazon has always their 30 day holiday sales deals. Like last time I took advantage of it and got really cool stuff at a good prices. Uh, Walmart has their price comparison shopping app, which you should definitely use. You know, when you print the Walmart bill and you scan using the shopping app, you can do a comparison across multiple different stores. Best Buy normally has uh, very good deals on electronics, especially the electronics that may not be the coolest one this year. That was coolest one last year. They throw out a really good deal. So consumers, it's a fun time to make some really good discounted purchase for marketers, for commerce professionals. It is a time to make the most revenue, especially in the retail market. This it is absolutely time. is. Yeah, it absolutely this is a time is. to bank on and put the metal in the pedal and go full speed. And I think for marketers, my last words of wisdom for marketers is don't just settle for the infrastructure and, and the technologies and whatever engines that you have. Push the envelope. You know, it, it's too late right now. I mean, there's nothing that you can do right now for this holiday season, but but measure, watch, learn from what's going to happen this holiday season. And for next holiday season, be ready. Be ready. You, you would have an entire year to really to be able to take the learnings from this holiday season and build on the next and on the next. I mean, that, that's really what it is, getting better and better every year. So don't just settle for what you got. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you. This has been fantastic, Samir. And I think this is a really cool topic. And I think our listeners are going to really enjoy it. Well, um, Look forward to the next one, and uh, we'll see you guys in the air.